memes are forever. So, um, welcome back to Girls Talk Comics. Oh god, that was all recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your lieutenant of literature, bringing an episode on the master of mediocrity. She did so good. I'm sneaky. So good. Sneaky, sneaky. But, I'm gonna hit you right back and jump right in. We're talking about Lumberjane. Lumberjane! Volume 1. Ooh. Beware the kitten holy. So, uh, I kind of just want to read this. I didn't, like, prepare a speech this time, but I want to read the hoopla, like, spiel. <laughs> At Miss Quinzella Fisquin Pinnacle Cecil Crumpet's Camp for Hardcore Lady Types, things are not what they seem. Three-eyed foxes, beaker caves, anagrams, exclamation point. Luckily, Joe, J-O, April, A-P-R-I-L, Mal, M-A-L, Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, and Ripley, R-I-P-L-E-Y, R5, rad, butt-kicking, best pals, determined to have an awesome summer together. And they're not going to let a magical quest or an array of supernatural critters get in their way. The mystery keeps getting bigger, and it all begins here, presented as the Lumberjanes Field Manual, featuring a cover gallery and early character designs by Noelle Stevenson and Brooke Allen. I read it and felt like I was prepared for summer camp, as Mm -hmm. long as I encountered... Three eyed foxes. Right. Paragons of the gods. Mm-hmm. I think moving statues at some point. Intense waterfalls. Yes. I think if I had to do As math serpents. puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yes. I could figure it out if I met some boy cubs that or boy cubs, boy scouts that boy may cubs have like, is been possessed close. by <laughs> some god themselves. Also, uh, like, werewolves. it's like, a Will Eisner winner. So yeah, it's so good. So good. It's, it's a story about friendship and about punching things and about solving puzzles and I wanted, about trusting others. I want to know. So it is a, it's kind of like a zine feel to it because their um, interspersed material between issues is it starts with a Lumberjanes manual explanation. And so at the very beginning, you see a message from the Lumberjanes High Council in which they have a picture of the camp sign. And it says, Camp for... And then over the top of the original sign, they have hardcore lady types nailed on there. And I have to know what the fuck the original word was. It starts with a C. I don't know. It could be a G. It might it just be, be camp for girls. It could say that. Yeah. It could um, say that. But it could also, like, they also have the Lumberjanes Pledge, mm-hmm. which totally has a line blacked out that says, then there's a line about God or whatever. <laughs> I feel <laughs> this on a visceral level. I yeah. went to a, like, a when I was in college, I lived in a ladies' hall for poor kids, basically, mm-hmm. and it had a pledge. Like, it was a cool-ass pledge, except for that one line that did say something about God or whatever in it. Man, this camp counselor is cool as hell. Uh, she's like... Okay. Rosie the Riveter meets tattoos meets, like, I want her to be my mom. Yeah, so real quick about, like, the we're going to just jump in and talk about the characters, right? Please. Because we always like to talk about women and their representation. Right, yes. All of them either identify, I think, as they, them, or she. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characters, and I think it comes out later, do actually, like, will identify as trans. Yeah. And some of just the complications of, you know, transitioning and gender identity and kind of the freedom of it. But because this book is about friendship to the max, it's also a great little story of all these girls like accepting 
each other for who they are and how they want to represent how they live their lives it's really just great so all the characters I think in the first issue are girls yeah. and just incredibly diverse body designs personalities interests like age, race like it, ethnicities yeah. like it just really just does a great job spicing up the storytelling skinny thin super thick yeah they are they do meet a boys camp um, that looks like what you'd expect a boys camp to look like totally just <laughs> so many short khaki shorts yeah so many very pasty white legs and i mean like pasty tan legs and and yeah you know all kinds of just pasty nerdy boys a lot of hair but not for the reason you expect not not good reason not good hair (laughs) so they it's just like fun characters and i think actually my favorite part about it is because of the nature of the main characters there's one camp counselor they have who doesn't believe in any of the weird stuff they're talking about who they just exasperate she's so fed up with them she, and it's because they're like, look, we found all these crazy things. And she's like, nope, none of it's real. They're like, but Jen, it's real. And she's like, none of it's real. It's all plants. And they're like, mm. she And she's she's the cutest, like, cabin counselor ever, oh, too. She gets so excited about she's, all the little things. She's like, look at this lavender on the ground. Take out your your journal guides, your plant journal guides of the local fauna. And you're like, God, you're so basic. Earnest. You're so earnest. Earnest and, and basic. And I love it so much. Yeah. And they're and it, you know this entire time they're fighting a river monster and she's like no Mm-mm. we're gonna look up plants. Oh, uh, this was my favorite scene here though was um, there's a there's a water rescue that happens and so you get a little hint of romance before the little cannonball spitfire character uh, comes yes. in and just punches him in the gut to get uh, <laughs> the water great. out of him. So great. It is a literal, it is a comedy. It is yeah. a comedy. Yeah, and it's kind of a slice of life, but mm-hmm. fantasy. And it feels like shoujo, except for American. Yeah, it's just delightful. And there's the camp counselor, the head camp director, I guess. She, with her tattoos, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fun stuff about her that comes up, I think, in later volumes. And, like, who she really is. Because the first time you meet her, she is, like, she knows a little too much yeah. and says nothing. Like, she says too little. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what is going on? And even the characters are like... Wait, we're not in trouble? Like, what is <laughs> happening? And just their, their different skill sets, too. Like, some are brave. Some mm-hmm. do math well. Others are great at word puzzles. Others art. One, the Spitfire one, she's just fearless and creative. Yes. And it's a delightful the, read for the, just the characters alone. Prettiest one, the little redhead, who's the smallest, is the one like, oh, here's a feat of strength. Here, let's put her up there. And they're like, you're she's like... She's also the most loyal. Yeah, she's the one that you see little drawings from her journal and stuff. And yeah. Her, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, people totally expect her to be the soft kind of, I'm not going to get my hands dirty, but she will not. Mm-hmm. She will not stop. Like, and they're all bold and brave as long as they have their friends with them and I think that's the best part about the story is that it's these girls just at camp being best friends and And, supporting each other and the the art is so just it's just distinctive it feels like it you know how sometimes you read a comic and it just looks like a certain kind of comic you know like Bailey snoring again in the background and I'm gonna be giggling every once in a while I'm so sorry the the beetle bard is singing us a song plus people (laughs) but um this is a distinctive art style and Mm -hmm. I appreciate that in these sort of off brand comics I guess it's not really off brand it's it's boombox so yeah it is kind of off brand it's very independent yeah and 
I like that. I like artistic structure. That is not what you would expect it to be. Which, I mean, Noelle Stevenson also, I think she's the um, creator, showrunner, and executive producer of the animated television television series She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which is on Netflix. Um, which which so, has its own huge following. Right? Yeah. Like, they're serious about that shit. Yep. So she's talented and... Less um, creepy than both. Yes. She just... She does. She did a Nimona as well, which was, I think, had a really huge online presence. And that was out, God, years ago, I think. And that might have been her first real series because I think Lumberjanes Lumberjanes was 2013 and Nimona was 2012 that she really st- that started happening because she she interned at Boom in 2012 holy mackerel yeah she Lumberjanes won the award for best new series and best publication for teens in the 2015 Eisner Awards so so you didn't tell me there were like eighteen books or sixteen or sixteen or eighteen books. Did I try to see this? What have you signed me up for? This is a huge series. I don't think she writes all of them. Oh, that's so sad. That helps. Like I think they do change creative teams at some point. Um, Noelle Stevenson is listed on number fifteen. She might come back for it then. <gasps> oh, that's the that's the sad thing about comic creation for me yeah. because I just want my people that I love to make the thing forever and I know that's not realistic but it hurts me when they they don't, they don't. I don't yeah. like it when my parents break up but it is it's a really good read at least for that I think it uh, I think it's still good when the creative team changes Candy, I yeah. I had I stopped reading not because it turned me off but just because of time constraints and all the other stuff that I got my my taste changed for a little while there so it's nice to come back to this and read it for this episode Mm because it was a palate cleanser are you going to re-immerse yourself in all of it hell yes hell yes I actually started picking up the adventure times which is the other thing that it reminded me of kind of in just Mm -hmm. the way that it's sort of like a modern cartoon it's cool and hard and a huge challenge whenever you're somebody who was raised from a quote-unquote different time to recognize and understand and give validity to modern ideas of social goodness and then and then like make it into something fun for kids so that they learn in a more positive like generous upbringing so stuff like this Makes me so happy because I know it's hard to really like understand all of your biases, and whenever you read literature like this, that makes it easy. Like, God, it's such a refreshing thing. Like, it is a palate cleanser because you're like, I don't have to work to figure out what's problematic because they've kind of just made something that's fun and good and decent. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. It is nice, and obviously Noelle Stevenson went on, like, goes on to do great things that still continue to push the envelope and expectation of media certainly media that we think is targeted to with air quotes Mm -hmm. or designed for Mm -hmm. with also air quotes right or just even about lady types right and which is something i hadn't ever heard before but i love yeah (laughs) i thought it was great and like the i mean the all of it's just fun and you'd think five main characters would get a little chaotic but like the they all are so on the same page with everything that the conversations just kind of flow it feels kind of like a D&D way. campaign a little bit. It feels yeah, like a little like a, the, adventure party. The summarized, summarized yeah. D&D campaign where you're not going through all of the bicker, bickering. It's just like... Five hours of rolling for damage or something. Yeah, it's just it's straightforward and wonderful. But not like not like a D&D campaign. It's like a, 
it's like one of those modern adventure. Yeah, it's an adventure. It's like just an adventure tale of an adventurer's party, and yes, they're all hardcore lady types that like to kick butt, and then also like are mapping out their own version of their femininity, and I like it. Oh yeah, I really it's like it. Really good. So it's not just one mm. type of girl, people, or or lady type. God, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> I'm ne- I'm never not using that from now on. That's amazing. Should we? eventually convert this to Lady Tights Make Comics or yes. Talk Comics Lady, Lady Tights Talk Comics Season 2 uh, when it comes to reading it there are so many trades that I recommend picking up on trades and I, as, again I believe they change creative teams at some point so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you can read Noel Stevenson's or read other creative teams and just kind of go from there what your preferences are um, but it, they're still fun stories there are, are a lot of one shots that come out. I'm um, mm-hmm. not sure if they're printed in any of the books because the one shots not aren't always. Um, Maybe the hard uh, there's enough of them. Boom team that you could make a hardback like you could make a big one. A compendium. Please make a compendium. Give me um, that hardback. But it is it's fun. It's you you lose nothing by reading it all at once, and you lose nothing by reading it in individual issues as well. So it it's just a good, fun ride. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have stories for a long time mm-hmm. and it's just a good refreshing thing about friendship. Like it, it's modern it's modern train the the box train boxcar. Uh boxcar. You know what I'm talking about. Jen. I do, yeah. Like, so it's like Or the um, Babysitter's Club. Babysitter's Club. Like it's a modern I think it's kind of a modern yeah. um more progressive Friendship tale for for yeah. hardcore lady types. God, yeah. that's such a good descriptor. <laughs> I'm so struck by. I I feel really idiotic that I was like, what are they covering up? I was expecting something really like gross, but just covering up the word girl, like also amazing. Like it is kind of yeah. gross in that context, and now I love it even more. Yeah. I realized something today, audience. I'm an idiot, but this is amazing, and that's what I'm talking about. Making. Making inclusive cultural ideas and beliefs into the default is so heartwarming and fun. Also, the badges that they have them. Oh are, my god, I love it one so called, much. There's one about math mm-hmm. that's everything under the sum. <laughs> All puns. Literally, yeah. they have a punion master, which makes me happy. <laughs> so great. There's also, like, in the single issues, there for a while there, it was really fun. They had playlists. That they would, or songs they recommend and things like that. So you could probably Google them and find them somewhere as well. But like, that was the beauty of it. How did I sleep on this in 2017? I think it came out in 2015. How did I sleep on this in 2015? Probably somebody was like, This is for teenage girls. And you're like, It's also for those of us who are jaded and old and need something refreshing to remind us of the goodness of being. Do you want to feel good about your lady type? Because this will make you feel good. Also, the Lumberjeans Field Manual pages have that feature quality, like you're that reading an actual kind of book where it's at that bleed through. So, oh. so the details on this thing are so much fun. Yeah, it's, just, it's nice. And then and then it's just this really stark because it's sort of zany, and then you get into the comic, and the comic is so vibrant and cartoony and fun. It's just a blast. So it's like. Just the juxtaposition is amazing. Yep. And I do think in later issues, they even talk about, like, the stress about leaving camp. <gasps> so I think a little bit. 
These girls are determined to enjoy their summer. Yes. And it's good. And you should be too. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for joining us today on this episode. I love it. I love it. So much. And I hope you guys pick up Lumberjanes and go on this incredible friendship journey of just adventures Mm -hmm. and growth and overcoming bears and snakes and golems and werewolves or werefoxes, whatever they are. But we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. One of us. One of us. Uh-huh. I'm not on anymore. That's true. We can edit that out.